and welcome to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. I'm Landlord James. And I'm Tenant Mike. And this is the podcast that has the guts to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be friends? That's right. And uh, I, I am the, uh, I own this building we're in here, uh, and Mike, Mike lives in it. I'm a mere tenant, and I uh, basically, uh, you hold the power in your hands uh, over my life uh, where I'm going to sleep tonight. I've got the power! <laughs> That's a, a song from the 90s, and um, that was a, a very good decade for me. Oh, why? Oh, I was a teen, and everything seemed still possible in my life. And, uh, well, I look back on that period fondly. <laughs> uh, because things have not... <clears throat> Pardon me. Things have not quite worked out in my life the way I had hoped. Oh, well, that is too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, How are you doing, James? <clears throat> I'm I'm pretty well, thank you. Um, I actually have an interesting uh, interesting experience to talk about. Uh oh, I'm afraid to hear it, but please go ahead. Okay. Well, if you guys are listeners to the podcast, you know I'm sort of the straight talker, no BS, tell it like it is type. Um, so I'm not into this new agey bullcrap nonsense. But I did go to a really interesting seminar this past weekend. Um, did you join Scientology? <laughs> <laughs> well, you laugh, but that does get a bad rap and that that there is a lot about that that appeals to me. Um, what I what I I did not join Scientology. Um, but I did take a seminar on something that I've had an interest in interest in for a long time and I'm very passionate about, and that is lucid dreaming. Huh. Now, do you know what that is, Michael? Not really. Um, I don't dream at all, usually. You don't I, dream. I never dream. Uh, as soon as I'm asleep, it's just blackness, and I never remember my dreams. And I've read that that means you are... That's something that happens to dead people. Mm. But I, I just don't dream. Anyway, go on. That's very odd. Um, anyway, so lucid dreaming is this really cool thing, for those of you at home who don't know, uh, where you... You fall asleep, you dream, and then during the dream, you kind of like, you kind of become aware of the fact that you're dreaming, and then you can like manipulate your dreams and sort of change your dreams, kind of control your dreams. So like sort of like a video game. Like yeah. Like your dreams are a video game and you're controlling it. But it's in your head. Wow. Uh, yeah, so I spent like 10 grand on this um, weekend seminar about it. And this guy sort of, we'd, we'd all sort of lie there in bunks and he'd turn off the lights and we'd try to fall asleep and practice lucid dreaming. And I have to say, I think I got the hang of it. I think I'm getting pretty good at it. Really? So what kind of lucid dreams did you have and how did you uh, change your dreams? I'm, I'm curious to know. Well, first I started with something that was kind of easy. Um, I, I started dreaming about um, kind of where I grew up. Um, hmm. just outside of Toronto and then kind of I became lucid dreamy and then I went from there to Ottawa and um, I sort of was able to raise enough support um, to oust Justin Trudeau and get Sheer in the, the conservative leader that's more of that's kind of a, oh. I mean, that, for me that's a passion project I, I know it's a little more boring but then once I got to the thing of that I'm like okay now I can start maybe I can start doing anything so I fall asleep I'm in a dream and then you know I'm walking in the dream and I think to myself okay wait you're in a dream aren't you and, I, and you know you're not sure so, like, yeah. they say to do something to, to show to yourself that you're dreaming and it's not real. So, in the dream, I took a hammer and I smashed my dick. And I didn't feel a thing. So, I go, aha, this is a dream. And that's a good test if you're wondering. Smash your dick, I guess, with a hammer or whatever blunt object. And if it hurts, you're not dreaming. But, but what if you are – what if you're wrong and you do smash – first of all, you're lucid dreaming and your two things you want to do are to oust Justin Trudeau, who is a Rolling Stone magazine cover star now, and you smash your dick? I'm thinking $10,000 for that. No. You're out of your mind. <clears throat> the Trudeau thing was just because that's a passionate thing I feel – and it was just the first thing that came to mind. The, the, the hammer dick thing was just a, a test. Like, that's how you know you're lucid dreaming. Like, that's part, of, that's part of the process, okay? Okay. So once I knew that I was dreaming, then I could start playing with stuff. So I start, you know, um, I imagine, like, a bunch of women with, with um, big butts sort of walking uh. around in front of me. And then there they are. It's like in the Matrix or something. And then... Well, I hope they smashed your dick. Well, with, if with I imagined it, they would have. With a hammer. So I basically kind of, 
I'm created like, did you see Guardians of the Galaxy 2? No. <clears throat> oh my God. Well, there's like this planet, this guy makes his own planet and I kind of just made my own planet in the dream and it was me and all these sort of sexy women with big butts and we just kind of ran around in fields and laughed and rolled around and it was great and I, it was worth every penny. Lucid dreaming, look it up. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Um, uh, after hearing your descriptions of your lucid dreams, I'm kind of glad that when I get shut eye, it's all just blackness and silence. I mean, do you think do you think you're suppressing some really? Because usually when people suppress their thoughts, it comes up in the subconscious. But it sounds like nope. you're suppressing your subcon. Like you're. Thoughts are so disturbing to you that mm. you're suppressing them below the subconscious. I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist, and neither are you. Well, just a landlord. I know when someone's a freak. But anyway, okay. So that was my weekend. How was yours, uh, Michael? <clears throat> um, pretty good. Um, well, actually, no. I'm lying to you. Uh, I went for a picnic. So uh, listeners will know that I have a sort of on again, off again relationship with a uh, customer who comes. To visit me quite often at my job, I work at the CN Tower gift shop. Not the one on the main floor, not the one at the top, but the one beneath the CN Tower, very far underneath the CN Tower. And there's this woman who comes in every day and buys a few trinkets, little keychains or a mug or a shirt or something. And I summoned up enough courage to ask her to go for a Toronto Island picnic with me. You on, asked her on a date. I Good asked for her you. On a, on a picnic date during <clears throat> daylight hours. Uh, mm. You know, I figured I have a blanket and a basket and the summer's nearly over. I might as well use it. And um, asked her out. She said yes. We took the ferry over. Um, the Toronto Island, for people who aren't listening in Toronto, uh, it's it was flooded this year. And uh, most of it is very uh, swampy. Uh, historic amounts of rain fell. And it's deserted. So I thought, hey, this sounds like a romantic place to take my date. So um, packed up the picnic basket. Took the blanket, and we hired a water taxi. I splurged on that, and mm. uh, you know I had my potato salad. We had watermelon. Um, I had little spring rolls I made. Um, I brought some roast beef sandwiches and some uh, pasta salad with me. And we got there, and um, unfortunately, they closed the island for a reason. It was entirely waterlogged. Couldn't find a dry spot of land, really. Um, so I put down the blanket out of desperation, and we basically sat down in a puddle of water to munch our lunch, and um, the potato salad got wet, the pasta salad got all soggy, Ugh. the roast beef sandwiches, I dropped them, and they were unusable. Um, the watermelon, well, basically, <laughs> the word water is coming up a lot. I think you can see where <laughs> I'm going. So we didn't, yeah. we didn't eat the watermelon because we were too depressed about how much water was around. Anyway, she didn't have a good time. I didn't have a good time. I was very angry at, at nature, and I was mad about climate change. And um, as we were walking back, splish-splashing our way back to the water taxi, uh, I realized, because we were both wearing shorts and sandals, uh, our legs were both covered in tick bites. Oh! Covered in tick bites. Wait, like not just one tick bite? Entire, from the, my big toe all the way up to my kneecaps, covered oh, in tick bites, both of God. us. And, um, you know, freaked out a bit, and we went right to, to the hospital, emergency room. Brought our, we brought the picnic basket and blanket to the hospital room, if you can imagine that image. And the doctor said, yep, you have tick bites, and we were both diagnosed with um, Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever, which is a disease that you can get from a tick. Uh, ticks from the Toronto Island gave us Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. Can you fever. give it to me? No, no, no. I've been on uh, uh, antibiotics. I'm on uh, Monodox, which is an antibiotic right now that uh, helps cure Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. So uh, I'm not um, contagious, but... Um, Why did you go to the Toronto Island? It's, it's all in, on the news that it's flooded and it's awful there right now. I wanted to see for myself and the idea of... Well, I'm sure you got a tick from the like weird marsh you were sitting in. Yeah, we had a picnic in the marsh and we got I got... Rocky Mountain spotted fever from that. And it's so funny that it is we, funny. we are so far from the Rocky Mountains here in Toronto, and yet I still got Rocky Mountain spotted fever. So we were laughing about that, my date and I, in the emergency room. Um, and um, anyway, we were taking a bit of a break from dating. 
Yeah, well, um, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, you know, let me know how date number two goes. That's a very interesting date number one. Sure. Um, and I'm sorry that you're ill. Um, thank you. It's nice to hear. I've been getting cards and uh, nice tweets from fans about wishing me well, hoping that I don't die. And uh, that means a lot to me. Are, um, the, are the ticks out? I think so. I think I saw one this morning around my kneecap area. He was hanging out there. And Good I, God. I, yeah, I tweezed him out of there. Um, anyway, if you're listening, uh, stay out of the swamps and stay away from ticks. And uh, yeah, thank God for um, modern medicine. I'm on Monodox right now, which is a great, great antibiotic. Well, I'm sure our listeners will be rushing to the store to check it out. Um, Let's just say next time we go for a picnic, it'll be somewhere uh, that's dry and warm. Yeah. Yeah, if there's a second date, which I wouldn't hold my breath for. Um, Well, that's an interesting contrast in uh, how our last few days went, Michael. But why don't we uh, take a break? Sure. And come back with our guest this week, who I'm very excited to have on the show. Me too. Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. Uh-oh, everyone, fasten your seatbelts because it's time for a guest. Yes, uh, that's right, and this guest is uh, pretty pretty interesting, pretty special. Um, Michael, I think you might know him a bit. Yes, this is the only guest we've ever had on the show that I've taken a bath with. <clears throat> now, uh, I'm sure a lot of people listening to that are wondering, what the heck? But I only say that because today our guest is my brother, Terrence Balazzo. Hi, everybody. <clears throat> Great to have you, Terrence. How Thanks. are you? Great. Thanks for having me on. I'm really, 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 I listen every week, and I'm glad to finally be part of this. Thanks. I love it. Hey, before I, we, oh, sorry. I was can just, I just say something um, about the bath, the whole bath thing? We, the last time we took a bath, we were very young uh Boys, so it's not a recent thing. That's yeah. what I was actually going to chime in and ask. I want to hear about this bath I've been hearing. No, you know, so much about. <laughs> kids do this, you yeah. know, because there's not enough time for parents, and so yeah. they all they go in the bath. Yeah, which yeah. seems weird because there's got to be enough time. Um, I don't know. I mean, just it was fun actually taking a bath. Have you? Did you ever take a bath with your brother? Or? No, he's much older than me, so it would have been quite was, weird. Yeah, it's weird. Was he? Had he already gone through puberty? Like, would it have been yes. like one young boy and one? Boy who had gone through puberty. So, yes. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah. You guys are both pre-pubescent? We, the last time we took a bath, I think we were pre-pubescent. <coughs> oh, oh, he's oh. getting choked up. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys. It, yeah. just, it makes me think about a lot of things. And yeah, it was, it was a bubble bath. And yes. let's not talk about that anymore. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. We're both grown men now with, yes. the, with now our own maybe, lives. Yeah, maybe you and I will have a bath, Terrence. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see that. That'd be so funny. Um... So, so Terrence, you yeah. live here in the building. I do. My brother Michael got me uh, a place here. Uh, Pulled some strings. Couple, you know yeah. the landlord, I, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I moved in uh, specifically uh, to take care of our grandmother. Yes, that's right. We have a uh, very wonderful, aged grandmother. She's 89, I believe. Yeah. Uh, we didn't want her to go to, a, to an old age home, and I thought, no, I'll get a place here. And I'll live with her and take care of her. Aside from being a great bath buddy, Terrence uh, is a great carer for our grandmother. And I think that's, it's such a wonderful thing because a lot of elder abuse is an issue. And, yeah, it is. And um, you're doing a great job looking after our grandma. Uh, wait, your grandma... Yeah, but your grandmother doesn't live live with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sleeps in the bedroom and I... Yeah, she. Terrence moved in specifically to take care of our dear, wonderful grandmother who's 89 years old. Okay, well, I've never seen your grandma in your in your apartment. Yeah, that's true. That's true. J- James has never seen her there. What do you wait? You, you spend a lot of time in Terrence's apartment. Yeah, this isn't adding up for me. <laughs> I, I go every time I'm in the building. Every time you're in the building, you go to Terrence's apartment. Why would you do that? You don't know about the bar. What? Your brother has a bar in his apartment. Yeah, I opened up a pub in there. It's a building pub. You don't know about that. Uh, How do you not know about that? No, this is all brand new information to me. Hold on, you, you opened a pub? Yeah. How is that even legal? 
Oh, it's not, but I I got tired of uh, leaving the... Pl- I don't want to walk a lot, right? You know that, James. Oh, I, I hate the worst, fucking right? walking. So I was like, how can I have a pub environment where I live, open up a pub? It's so convenient, because when I have to come and pick up the rent checks, what? I can swing in, have yeah, a... Yeah, a couple, what, of, couple what, cold ones. Uh, what, yeah, kind of, what kind of pub is this exactly? It's uh, it's it's called Fud, Fudnuckers. A, f- a fun name, right? That is well, I can fun. see it's, yeah. a, it's a play on words. And it's, words. it's like a pub. I got a bar, got some stools. It's a different theme every night. We do uh, we do all kinds of things there. I mean, I will admit I haven't been around your apartment recently, but this is all news to me. How did... It's like a full bar, Mike. Yeah. It's like you're going into a bar. Wait, you have a one-bedroom apartment? With a bar, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you walk in and he's made it all look like a bar. I got TVs like, everywhere. Yeah, he's built like made built a little bar in there. He's got a uh, uh, stuff on draft. Yeah, Wait, I, I got a Jagermeister machine. You have kegs and Jag- a Jagermeister yeah. machine. Do you yeah. serve food as well? Yeah, yeah, I got a kitchen, don't I? Of course I do. I, I make food for guests, and and we we uh, every night we got a new we got different artists in there. We got like a band some nights. We do a trivia what? night. Yeah, we got, we got karaoke. I bought Dexedrin off a guy in there the other night. Oh what? yeah, 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 that yeah. Guy's yeah. Right. There's a guy hanging out of the bar, and I'm like, oh god, I need some like upper. And he gave me, sold me this Dexedrin pills, and I took it. And it was great. It's it's, it's kind a of, wild bar, Mike. It's kind of because it's not fudnuckers. Because it's in an apartment building, it's kind of like a like a, a safe space where people can do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Oh, so it's you're sort of a libertarian it, paradise. Yeah. Are you saying it sort of operates almost as if like it's in international waters? Yeah, yeah, kind of. And in fact, I thought about calling it that when I first. <laughs> that would have been. But you settled on fudnuckers water. instead. Yeah, I looked up words in the dictionary, and I thought, what, what would be a nice, uh, what's that called, malapropism to uh, to make into the name of a, of a well, bar? Well, it just sounds like a fun guy's yeah. last name. I I'm into it, Reggie and, and Fudnucker. I frankly, I don't know if it's legal or what have you, but. I don't care as long as I don't get in trouble for it and no one bothers me. I'm, I think it's great. I'm happy you have a bar. So you're there drinking in my brother's apartment slash pub every time you're here. That's... Yeah, and doing Dexedrin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and because it's, you know, in a one-bedroom place, I just I don't have any other staff. It's just me, so I know all the uh, regulars. It's like it's like going into Cheers. It's so cool. Yeah. So you're, you're, you, Terrence, are Sam Malone, and you, James, I guess, what, you're Norm? No. Sitting I, sadly at the I, bar I, with I, his pint of no, beer. In, in fact, no. J- James uh, usually comes in and tells us about his amazing days, and we call him Frasier. Yeah. I'm like oh. I'm like Sam Malone's looks mixed with Fraser's gravitas. Yeah, yeah. And on drugs, on Dexedrin. Yeah, Mike, get a life. And Terrence, you're probably Sam Malone mixed with the coach, mixed with a little bit of Diane. Little bit of <laughs> Diane. Yeah, that's right. And so your brother and I actually get along great. I'm there all the time. We have a great, great chats with each other. That's why I was joking about having a bath with him. I'm not actually going to have a bath no. with your brother, but it's a fun no, joke when you like the guy. Can't have a bath right. with me because that's where I make my own craft beer, which is great. So you brew beer. Hold on. Where? If you turn your apartment into a pub. Where does our our beloved, wonderful eighty nine year old grandmother fit into this picture? Were you not? Where's she during all of this? Were you not listening earlier? She sleeps in the bedroom. That's where she stays. Okay, that makes. That's sense. why, because no one goes in there. Because you keep that door shut. Keep it locked. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's locked from the outside so that there's no, no a danger of what happened last Tuesday. Whoa. Oh, what happened? You last you were in there. Yeah, what happened? What we were having a uh, having a bit of a, a a bit of a indoor wrestling match. There's a small league that's in the building also, and mm-hmm. uh, so they came up. We put up a, a small ring, and there was wrestling going on. And then the door opened. And it was it was it was grandma, and she was like, "Turn it down." Oh, and I was like, old person, I "Yeah, guess. I was like, come on, it's a pub, get out of here." Yeah. So <laughs> you said that to our dear beloved grandmother who came to this country fleeing war and oppression. Yeah, there was a thing going on. Anyway, so after that, I bought this lock at uh, I think it was Home Depot or something, maybe the spy shop. Anyway, it, I, only I know the combination and. Uh, so when she knocks on the door every every five minutes, uh, I gotta I slip a bit of food under the door. This reminds me of the hit novel and film Room by Emma Donahue about a crazy person who's locked a woman in a room. I don't know well, what that is. I don't know what that is either, Michael. And you know what this story reminds me of? What? A different movie, one called Coyote Ugly. 
where there's a, a cool friggin' bar and everyone's loving it and there's babes everywhere dancing and, and, and a beloved 89 year old grandmother no trapped can, in a room. And you know what? There was probably some old lady in the in the in the basement of Coyote Ugly too, and no one gave a damn either. That is all speculation. That is just speculation. There's no proof that there was a subplot in Coyote Ugly where a woman was trapped in the basement. Although, uh, now that you mentioned it, um, when you were there that night doing your, was it Dexedrin you were saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After you left, uh, Grandma got a little bit of it because some fell under the door. Oh, Lord! And then we let her out and talk about Coyote Ugly up on the bar doing a dance. <laughs> oh, wow. Guess we're loving it. It's, it's, and so now I'm thinking about doing uh, doing Granny Tuesdays. You're getting our grandmother Granny high Tuesdays. and letting her perform burlesque dancing? If she, this well is... that's kind of where she comes from. It's like kind of her background. But if she were in an old age home, she would be lying down all day, right? Yeah, that's a good, that's a I good mean, point. I mean, I can, okay, first of all, blanket statement, I don't like what you're doing. I don't think it's a safe environment for our dear beloved grandmother. But it is true that the more you stimulate an elderly person's mind and the more surprises and the more random events uh, going on around them, the more active they'll stay and the healthier they'll be. Uh, if you introduce uh, pets to a senior citizen's home... You can't have the, animals in a bar. Yeah, you can't. But what I'm saying is if you introduce pets like dogs and cats or birds to a senior citizen's home, the death rate declines because the, the pets keep them alive. Yeah, right, but you can't. We'll throw a couple dogs in the bedroom with her and shut the door. Ah, that's a good idea, yeah. No, now, actually, that's not, okay, that's not what I meant she's, at all. She's, 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 she's fine. She, she has water. James, uh, is there anything about the decor of the bar you would like me to change or that you like? Or what 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 draws you to it? I, I really like it because you kind of, you walk in and there's just all these, it's like dark, the lights are off, windows covered, and all these neon beer signs on the wall, uh, which I think is fun. You know, with the bat blue and Coors and stuff like that, neon signs, so it's like instantly like me, me, that, that sound, that buzzing sound and a cool light. Reminds me of a David Lynch film. Yeah, during the day, in case you're interested, during the day I store all those in the bedroom with my grandmother. Oh, oh okay. uh, I, I keep them on though because it takes too long to turn on every time, oh, yeah, so yeah. she's constantly under a, a, a heat and light, so that that's nice. Yeah, well... What is she, a baked pay, potato? People pay money to go to Florida for the same for the same reason. That's that's what I told her, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, and you walk in, and there's kind of a little bar set up, and Terrence is back there, and it's very chummy. He's got a few stools around the bar. You've got a couple TVs going. You've always got the Lumberjack games going. Uh, on, I love the cool. Lumberjack games. Um, lumberjack. Strongman competitions. Like, cool, very masculine, yeah. alpha kind of sports. Actually, I'm funny you mentioned Lumberjack <laughs> games. I'm thinking of starting Chainsaw Wednesdays, where uh, patrons can bring their own chainsaws in, hmm. and they can, like, you know, uh, I don't know if you uh, if you know the band Dream Theater. Oh, yeah. I certainly do. Broad okay, rock. so so fans of theirs, mm -hmm. specifically drumming fans, bring their own drumsticks and drum along with the drummer, right? Because they know everything. Oh, he's like the sickest drummer yeah, in rock, great. right? So What's I'm, his name? I forget uh, right now because I you when tweet, I see them... Tweet it to us, Dream Theater yeah, Drummer. At LT Podmas. Because yeah. when, when I see them, I'm usually high off my gourd. But I'm thinking about Chainsaw Wednesdays where people can bring their own chainsaws and then imitate oh. what the lumberjacks are doing on the TV. What, are you going to have oh. tree stumps or logs? Just No, just chainsaws. All right. Use your imagination. Well, what other kind of events, now that you've opened, now that you've let the toothpaste out of the tube, um, tell us about some of the other events you're having in this awful-sounding pub. We do a karaoke night on Mondays. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then on Tuesdays... Uh, I hope you I have some, a lot of Canadian songs, at least, in the book. Oh, I don't know. It's all online. Um, and uh, on Tuesdays, as I said, I'm thinking about starting Granny Tuesdays where she, she comes out and does a dance. But that seems a bit weird because she's old. Uh, so right now we do a comedy night Tuesdays. Yeah, I oh. tried stand-up. You wait, wait a second, James. You tried stand-up? Yeah, and I'm better than you think. Oh, I, I would have loved to have seen you bomb. <laughs> well, oh, you wouldn't have no. seen it that night. It was great. People loved it. Yeah, well, someone said really? it was like Dave Chappelle. Yeah. <sighs> well, tell me... Tell me a few of your your bits. Okay, a few of your it's, it's not going to be as good if in, you're so in the funny. podcast as it was in the moment. But yeah, you know, I talked about how you know um, condoms are so annoying, <laughs> and I wish I didn't have to wear them all the time. Yeah. And uh, what are, what idiot made condoms? And uh, you know, well, they've been around just... for thousands of years, actually. Oh, even in ancient, I don't know if that's true. Even in ancient Greece, they used sheepskin as a contraceptive. That but sounds. I don't know if that's true. Wow, that's a great punchline. 
And then I did a thing about like, uh, hey, I know the perfect place for a condom. And then I pull up a garbage bin and I go in here and I chuck it in. So you're a oh. prop comedian. No, no that, I'm not. Mike. When that garbage bag came out, the place fucking went ape shit. So it. all of your jokes are about how you don't like condoms. Well, yeah, yeah, right now, but I'm, you know, I'm just starting out. Well, yeah, look good. out just for laughs festival. Uh, maybe you'll be, be headlining. I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, look out, uh, Howie Mandel better watch his back. There's a new stand-up comedian in town. Yeah, it's true. And then Wednesdays we do a trivia night. Okay. Oh, they're, yeah, they're very popular. Yeah, yeah, I came to one of those. It was a blast. Yeah. What kind of what kind of subjects or questions do you? Uh, whatever, history, with? sports, television. Uh, the history of condoms, maybe James could. Uh, I could do that do because well people that. who were there would know from your yeah. from from your jokes. Mm. Do you have a condom machine in the bathroom? Of or? course I do. Mm-hmm. I gotta be. And actually, you made fun of that. You're like, well, uh, you're being oppressed by yeah. society <laughs> with a. Con- I never yeah. use them myself, but they're there if anyone wants them. Oh, God. Occasionally, I will have like a balloon fight. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Blow them up and. Yeah, fill it with water and throw them. One time, I was there, it was like 4.30 in the morning. We were so drunk. It was like a Wednesday night, and Terrence was still serving booze. And I go, and I sneak into the bathroom, and I grab a condom, and I fill it up with um, water. And then I sneak back around, and Terrence is behind the bar, and I threw the condom at him, and it splashed. The, uh, like, it's like a big water balloon, and it yeah, splashed. It was, and we laughed and laughed and uh, laughed. We have so much fun disgusting, at the bar. and there's, there's lubrication on it. That's, That's why you always gross. bring two shirts when you're working. Mm. And then on... I hope that... Uh, I hope that our dear beloved grandmother was never hit with a water balloon condom. Please tell me that didn't happen. No, the door's closed. She's in there sleeping. Uh, And then on Thursdays, we do an open mic uh, for local musicians who want to come and sing their songs. Well, you know what? I've done that, too. That is at least... Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, in addition to being a stand-up comedian... Yeah. Yeah, I, I I have a few songs, yeah. What kind of songs do you do? Are they well, the original like John, songs? Yes, I write my own songs. It's kind of a John Mayer, John Legend, R&B kind of thing. And, uh, well, obviously, I'm, like, I'm a metal guy primarily and, like, an EDM guy. But then also I'm into sort of, yeah, Mayer and... So what kind of songs, stuff. like, what what kind of subjects or you, do you sing about? I have one called, like, A Winter's Day that's just sort of like, oh. Baby, you look like a winter's day. Like, that kind of thing. And It's beautiful. It, it makes... People, I think I can hear, you You would know this, but I think I can hear Grandma crying a bit in the bedroom whenever James sings. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> Probably because the song, she's thinking, this song is terrible. Why did I come uh, to this country? To be, to be fair, I've sort of heard noises like that, you know, different times. Well, not, not just yeah, when the song. Yeah, I always but... tell people it's because I'm, I'm recording uh, True Blood in the bedroom. <laughs> and you, then... Do you have a song about condoms, James? Actually, I do. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's sort of just sort of like imagine sort of a little acoustic little lick there, and and then it's sort of like uh, baby, don't make me put that on. It's about choice. It's it's about freedom. Yeah, pro choice. Yeah, and then um, that uh, is not what pro choice means. And then to end off the week, I don't want to interrupt your songs. Not at all. But I don't want to ruin anything for those who might be coming to see it live. <clears throat> uh, when Fridays we're starting a deep house night. Oh yeah, sick deep house, but. Aren't people gonna hear all that thumping and bumping? I put egg cartons on the the on the ceiling. That's why I looked on the, the internet and they said eggs. So I ate a bunch of eggs and then I put the cartons up and it it soundproofs it. I think our our grandmother, who's eighty nine years old, you know that she hates house music. She hates everything. She hates- That's why she stays in the the bedroom. You know what, Mike? I've got an idea, brilliant idea. Oh, how what's the that? Hell, how the hell did this work out that Terrence had to look after your grandmother? Terrence is cool, and he owns a bar. So how about he's he just keeps his place a bar, and you take your grandmother. I don't. Uh, I don't want to. I I felt it was my response. I'm the I'm the eldest. It's my. I didn't want to burden Michael. Thank you. Are you guys Slovak? Like, is that a Slovakian like thing? Yes, the eldest brother takes care of the grandmother. Oh, okay. Okay. And I hope you're not I, making. Oh, what are you I, making? I don't mean to be. Are offensive. you making fun of my Slovak heritage, and James? Oh. Not, not to, not to put you down, Michael. But because of the success of my bar, I do make a bit more money than Michael does. Yes, well, yes. Uh, another I'm, good point. I'm, I'm, I'm able to a, provide. A chips bag makes more money than Michael. Does. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, this yeah. is first of all. I'm. I don't make as much, maybe as you do, Terrence. But at least I don't. Uh, Exploit our beloved grandmother and break the law by well, operating an illegal bar. You should come down and uh, I'll give you a drink. I feel like you, like, how, how <clears> come <throat> no, thank you. your brothers and 
And Michael, you haven't been to your brother's apartment. Like, it feels like you guys are estranged I'm, or something. No, no, I'm very, I'm just very busy. Uh, well, we, we we were pretty close as kids. Yeah. And then... Well, yeah, I mean, we haven't seen each other for a while, actually. Well, do um, you want to talk about it? I mean, sure. Um... Just before we went through puberty, and, and we did go through puberty, strangely enough, on the same day. It's, it's the same day. Now, name me another pair of brothers who've gone through puberty on the exact same day. It's pretty interesting. Huh. Um, we had been the best of friends before that, and then after we went through puberty, um, we sort of went our separate ways because Terrence decided that he liked sports. And pubs. I basically, I found a book, and I saw the word pub, and I was like, what is this... What is this word? When you were a kid, right? You, you know, words. You know, Remember words, the day right? you looked up the word pub in the dictionary and that changed said, everything. What is a pub? And I said, a pub, it said pub is a place where you can go and have drinks. I was like, that sounds great. So I left home at the age of whatever, 13? Yeah, 13. Oh, bala. Yeah. Right, right after we went through puberty. I went to Europe because I heard that in oh. Europe everyone can drink. Yeah, the so, drinking laws are much more relaxed over there. Yeah, so yeah. I began just going to different pubs, uh, drinking my face off until I finally had enough money uh, to open up my own pub mm -hmm. in my apartment. You used to make, like, you used to do those drinking competitions where people would pay you to drink uh, until you fell down. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I fell down, I fell down a lot. Wow. Name some of the countries and cities you fell down in. Uh, Bucharest. Ooh. Mm. Uh, in, uh, in Calgary. Oh, mm. James' and, favorite city. Yeah, and, and one time in, in uh, Abu Dhabi. Mm. Very exotic. Very dangerous because you're not supposed to drink there because it's a it's different illegal. it's a different religion country. Yeah, I don't know what what it's called. I don't read much, but uh, I almost got arrested, and then I had, that's why I came back to Canada and opened and moved in here with all of your wow. money. Yeah, interesting. You can make a lot of money. You can make a lot of money getting into drinking and falling down contests. Damn, I I'm, hey, I I as the listeners know, I'm a hardcore capitalist and I'm interested in that I, any, anything to make money yeah either you can make money being in them or hosting them because there's a whole circuit cool uh, are you gonna have a drinking contest in your pub yeah that's Saturdays what yeah pe people came in I got the shots lined up I'm I'm blaring I'm blaring the whatever blue oyster cult or uh, or whatever band I like at the time so you you seem to have a sort of cult. 70s rock theme you have Dream Theater and Blue Oyster Cult. Except for Fridays when it's Deep House. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Don't enough. don't forget. I want to get a different clientele. Shit. Yeah, because I want to you know change up the clientele a bit. Uh, speaking of clientele, and I you know, again I just like to say I don't like the idea of you having a bar, but I am curious. Uh, do you ever get any famous uh, people coming into your bar? Uh, no. Well, wait, no. Sorry, uh, Kate. Whenever uh, Prince Harry's in town. Oh, oh, right. He's dating a, that actress. Yeah, who's filming he, a show here. I Prince say Harry. whenever, but he came in once, and uh, one time uh, the guy from uh, the show Corner Gas. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Not one of the main stars. One of the one of the background guys. Okay. So a guy who'd been an extra in Corner Gas. Yeah. Came in. He told us stories about f filming down there at that lot in Toronto. We all thought it was a real gas station, right? Wait, guys? wait. They didn't film it in Saskatchewan. I, that's what he told us. Anyway, wow. I'm just there to serve drinks. Wow, that's kind of... Uh, so wait, 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 wait. You just buried the lead there. Prince Harry has come into your illegal apartment pub? Yeah, yeah. He came in once. I gave him a drink. And then we all yelled, Invictus! And then he left. I is he as wild of a guy as, you know, as we've been led to believe by the tabloids? Well, I've done Dexedrin with him. Yeah. That night. What? Mm -hmm. That's the that's the that's right. That's the night you were there. I forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you're doing drugs with Prince Harry? Yeah. You know who loves the royal family? Our grandmother. Oh, yeah! That's so I felt very honored that he was there. Did you at least introduce our beloved grandmother to Prince Harry? No, the place was hopping. She wasn't coming outside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could have at least introduced them. I showed her a picture later on. All right. I call... I, so... So... So when when you guys split off, you got into sports and pubs. Yep. And Mike, you went the direction of books and I went. I got into nonfiction history, like the books of Simon Winchester, um, hmm. stuff like that. I got in. I studied music. Hmm. 
I took piano lessons. It's just so fascinating because you guys are so different. Like, I'm loving everything Terrence is saying. I like he's got so many cool stories yeah. and stuff. Like Mike doesn't really have any cool stories. Like, yes, life, I do. No, have cool life stories. Life is just sort of ugh, mayonnaise, uh, you know, personified. I got bit by ticks, and that's crazy. Parents, you like oh, that's so cool. Like Prince Harry. Yeah. Um, you know the guy from Corner Gas. Like that is so neat. Like you must know so much building gossip and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I hear all kinds of stuff. Uh, is it that true? would be cool to learn? You know. Is it true that you know? People in your bar, like, do people spill their guts to bartenders? Do you, yeah, yeah, when, of... when they've had, you know, 12 or 13, and you're wiping the bar up, and they're like, let me tell you. Wait, 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 you serve 12 or 13 drinks? Don't you know about the Smart Serve program oh, in this province? here we go. Can you like, identify? Like I said, it's a safe space. Whatever, anything goes. Okay. So I hear stuff about, you know, with a kind of trash people throw out, uh, who stays up late, uh, who's coming mm. in with, pe with, with people they don't live with. Ooh. Um, uh, there was a, uh, someone was telling me there was a yard sale a couple weeks ago outside of the building, and there was yes. some some uh, some lame guy out there uh, selling off his wares. And Wait, we, we laughed and laughed. Uh, and wait a second, I had a yard sale a few weeks ago, and I sold some of my things. My oh, it, it might have been you then. Anyway, oh. we we had a good laugh about that. Yeah, my, Michael <clears throat> sold his like favorite you know books for like two dollars. No, I sold so a three pack for twelve dollars of his of his prized books. Oh well, good. That's that that that's good. I guess right. Yeah, I made a little bit of money. Um, you could uh, drinks at my bar are only like five dollars, so you could have bought two of them. Wait, you wouldn't give me? Oh no, no. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. I'll give you one, and then you got to pay for the rest. Now, guess who does <laughs> get free drinks? Yep, uh, Prince Harry. No. This guy me. right here. Me. I give Terrence a big break on rent. He barely pays rent. and then What? Because I think it's cool to have a bar in the building. It gets people to know each other. Yeah, and it's just like cool to party. And then, so he'll give me free drinks anytime I want. So I'm busting my hump, trying to make an honest dollar to pay you <laughs> exorbitant rent, and my brother gets a free, free ride, basically. Well, that is true <clears throat> when you put it that way, Mike, but... You know, uh, I, you know what I hope. I hope that someone dies in your pub, and uh, from because you serve them rotten food, or <clears throat> they drink too many beers, and then you suddenly are in uh, in trouble. No, I'm a very good cook. You've had some of my food. It's fine. Oh, absolutely. Well, what kind of food do you serve then? Well, Is we it do traditional pub fare. Yeah, we have we do like a fish and chips. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly, oh. mostly Captain Highliner because I don't. It's not you know I can't. Make a actual, um, and uh, we do brunch on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Really, uh, and then like Friday nights, we got like British Pie Night, and which is always fun. The Brits knew how to make a damn savory pie. Yeah, you put some, you put uh, some meat in there, and then some mm -hmm. kind of like herbs in a pie crust, and you just whatever lamb. Hey, the only herbs I'm familiar with are uh, the kind I'm smoking when I'm at your bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's none of that in the food though. Because I don't know how to cook with marijuana. Oh, well, you'll never make it onto uh, into the pages of Vice magazine, then. They love you writing should... articles about putting pot in your spaghetti or putting hash inside of your uh, tuna sandwich. Anyway. I don't know about that, but you should uh, you should come down for brunch on a Sunday. Yeah, Mike, reconnect with your family, for God's sakes. I'll, I'll consider it. Only if you allow our beloved grandmother to uh, get out of the room and unlock her. Um, until 11 a.m. Sunday, she, she's, she can come out, but then when brunch starts, she has to go back in the room, because I don't, I don't want her to, I don't want to, it's not good to have an old person around food. Mike, did well, you see, do you see what a beta male Mike is? I mean, first of all, I support the pub and everything that it stands for, but if Mike really wants to save his grandmother, just go, go, go do it, bring her, you know, you, you do something about it, I don't know. Do you, can you give her bacon and eggs every Sunday morning? Well, I could, yeah. I mean, fine. I'll maybe I sh maybe it is up to me now to go rescue her, like her knight in shining armor, and say, "Come with me, grandmother. Come live with me in my apartment." And what would you imagine your life with with your grandmother to be like? Well, it'd be nice to have someone to talk about the news with over morning coffee. She does know about the news because she watches TV all day. What What does she? Let me guess. Is she a CNN person or an Algeria? Al Goodness me, is she a CNN person or an Al Jazeera person? Or, um, I Fox believe news? she watches CTV News. 
They're good. Oh. Yeah, she likes the, the local stuff, she, so, so she knows what's going on. James, you know some of the CTV reporters um, mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. CFTO? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, um, the sports guy, what the hell is that guy's name? Lance... Uh, Lance Brown. Lance Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and I, him and I hook up all the time. Party. What about uh, uh, what's his name? Tom. Uh, Tom Gibney Tom used to Gibney. be the anchor there. Yeah. Um, don't tell Lloyd me. Lloyd Robertson. Don't tell me that Lloyd Robertson and Tom Gibney have been to your apartment pub. Not yet, but I'm hoping that they will be soon. If you uh, serve those little shooters in the in the you know when they're in those sort of chemistry beakers, those yes, long thin that's fun. beakers. If you get those, I guarantee you, I could get Lloyd Robertson to come. That guy. Loves shooting those things. Ah, it's, he's, like, he's into mixology. It's like you're yeah. drinking science, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like a test tube. Like it's uh, a test tube. That's the word. Yeah, yeah. when those shots in the test tubes, that's yeah. sort of the, you get the babes walking around being like, "Want a shot?" When you're at a strip club. Yeah, that's like if you get those. Okay. Hey, shit! You should make your place a strip club. It's kind of the vibe I was thinking about at first. No, I can't no, believe no. this idea just came <clears throat> to me. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't have much going on Saturday nights. Maybe that could be a yeah. I would be interested. Special in that. stripper Saturday. Yeah, I do not want grandmother around that kind of stuff. She'll be in the room. It's fine. She won't. There's a. I put a towel under the door. Yeah. What if something happens to grandmother when she's locked away in that room? What if she um, uh, lights herself on fire by accident? Well, that's not. What if she falls out the window? I do have. I forgot to mention this. I have a baby monitor uh, that I have on. The bar always, and that she can talk to me through that. I usually have it off because I don't want to be bothered. Now that but... is an attentive grandson. Yeah. <sighs> baby monitor. Not to say that she's a baby, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's a way to communicate. She's opposite a long way a from being a baby. Yeah. She's 89 years old. Yeah. Old people are the, the opposite of babies. Basically. They are. Reminds mm. me of uh, Shakespeare's Seven Ages of Man speech, where... Um, Forget I forget each stage, but the the gist of it is that we start off as babies, then we 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 become older and older and gain in power, and then at the end of our lives we basically complete the circle, and we're basically old people are. He basically says old people are babies. I think is to paraphrase what Shakespeare hmm. says at the end of that. Anyway, I don't know about that. Well, um, either way, I, I think Mike, it's you should go check it out. I think you need to bury the hatchet. Check it out. Spend some time with your grandma. Spend some time in the room with her. Um, talk about the old country, mm-hmm. Slovakia. Yes. Um, your customs. Like I, I don't know your ethnicity. I kind of oh, we, just we assumed it was something. I, I'd be happy to odd. shed some light on Slovak culture, which is very dear to my heart. Uh, maybe you, Terence, as well. Um, do you want to hear about Slovak Christmas? Please, please. Um, the week before Christmas in uh, in Slovakia, and, and this is not a joke. Um, you put a carp in the bathtub. Fish? Uh, what else? Well, I don't do know you what think? A carp yeah, is. yeah, a carp is a fish, James. Huh. Yeah. Why do you to, do that? It's to prepare it for the Christmas feast. Ew. And that is real. It is not a joke. Yeah. I know some people think that, uh, we get a bit silly on this podcast, but that's very serious. Now, as mentioned earlier, I can't, I can't do this because I use my bathtub to make my beer. Hmm. Well, you're turning your back on your heritage. Do you do that, <clears throat> Mike? Yes. You put a carp in your bathtub before Christmas? Yeah. I'm no wonder you're Slovak. single. Good God, that's gross. Oh, don't say that. Slovak like, women would love a to drink. Me. Oh, by the way, if you use the washroom, there's a carp in there. I guarantee some you. Some tepid, uh, you know, puddle if, water. If I, if I brought back a Slovak girl to my apartment and she saw that there was a fish swimming around in my bathtub, guess what? Next thing you know, we'd be walking down the aisle, wedding bells ringing. Yeah. Uh, I do. Say your I do's now. Wow, interesting, boys. This is, this is why I opened up a pub, because I have very little interest in uh, the history of... Uh, also, I, know about, I know about this carp thing, but... Also, Slovakia currently has a very right-wing, uh, xenophobic... Uh, <clears throat> Slovakia right now has a very right-wing and xenophobic uh, president, and the party in charge wants to close its borders to uh, anyone who's not Christian. Wow. So there's some little Slovak news for you. Well, if you've been kicked out of Slovakia, come on down to my bar, right? Can I say that? <laughs> that would be, that'd be a good Open for ad. everybody. Open for everybody. Yeah. We should do a little segment on each episode of the podcast about Slovakian history. and Sure. Who's something a, fun for you to do. Let's name a, a few famous Slovaks. Uh, Martina Hingis. Oh, wow. The, the tennis, tennis champ. Yeah. Um, Stabbed a Who's the actor? Robert... Not Robert Durst. Robert Urich. Robert Urich. Wow. Spencer um, for hire. Spencer for hire. And also, um, 
we were told growing up that one of our cousins was a famous Shakespearean actor in Slovakia. And we hadn't, we didn't then, and to this day, we don't have any way to verify that. I don't think Shakespeare wrote in Slovak, though. No. Wow, that doesn't a famous seem... Shakespearean actor. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's very neat. And we were told that a, a cousin was also a, an orchestra conductor. Wow. They love the old world stuff back there, huh? Shakespeare, classical, classical music. music. You know what you won't find at my pub? Shakespeare or classical music. <laughs> I like how you're turning your back on your background. I do that, too. It's time to move on. Yeah, I we're like in this, the, yeah. you know, people came here, and now uh, I'm thriving. Mm-hmm. Not thinking about the past. Uh, totally, totally. And for me, you know, I'm really caught up in EDM culture, and really that that overtakes any sort of cultural thing I've been brought up with as far as I'm concerned. But That's uh, great, that's great. Well, that's uh, very good to learn about. Michael, shall we, uh, shall we take a break and, and come back with the final segment? Sure. Hi, I'm Terrence Malazzo. If you're looking for a place to party and go wild, come to Fudnuckers in Unit 709. Fudnuckers! It's Toronto's premier apartment bar. Yay, baby, yay! Fudnuckers is the good time party spot where anything goes. Like this week... On Monday, we'll have three naked news anchors just walking around. Tuesday, order two pints of beer, and you'll get an uncooked tin of baked beans for free. Wednesday is Kiss the Chef Night. Hey, wait a minute. That's me. We've got a condom machine in the bathroom and a fully working toilet. And who knows, you might just see Grandma. Let's get ready to rumble! Fudnuckers. Don't be afraid to come here. Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Podmess. Um, been a fun show so far today, guys. It's a family affair. <laughs> it's a family affair. Because Terrence is the guest and he's my brother. Michael likes to sing, Terrence. I'm sure you know that. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Um, so uh, usually um, at the end of the podcast, we play a little game and uh, we have a fun classic game lined up for you here today. The games are really taking off online. Uh, people stop me on the streets also all the time to shake my hand and say, Michael, we love the games. They're the best part of the show. Sometimes we fast forward past everything else just to get to the game. Wow. Uh, no one I have ever talked to has heard of the podcast, so that's amazing mm. that uh, people are stopping you on the street, allegedly. Yeah. So, so this game um, is it's pretty simple. It's a classic. It's a game a lot of people will remember from childhood. Can I introduce the game? Please do. It's a game everyone remembers from childhood called, If You Could Pick Your Last Words Before You Die, What Would They Be? That's a fun one. Yeah. Very fun. Because you put, it, I mean, imagine you have your whole life, and then at the very, the very end, you get to say one thing. What's it going to be? Mm. Right. Okay, I'll go first, all right? I've thought about this a lot. Okay. I've thought about what I want my last words to be. Okay. I hope it, hope you say them soon. <laughs> Not very, very funny. Um, my last words I want to be are... Uh, and you want to know why? Um... Okay. Because my hope is to die as I'm finishing from sex. So my oh, last that's words sweet. Would, yeah, cool, hey? So my last words would just be like an amazing like, oh, baby, uh, It's not I really die. a word going, uh. Well, I might say baby like or something that's like that. That's a good way, man. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's the way to go, yeah. right? Okay, Michael? Typical. Um, <clears throat> all right, my last words, and I have them memorized because I've thought about this a what? lot. No, since I was uh, in my late twenties, every night I memorize what my last words will be, because uh, I want to have like to create like a nice moment for the people around me as I die. And who knows how I'll die? My last words will be this: It's difficult to believe in yourself because the idea of self is an artificial construction. You are, in fact, part of the glorious oneness of the universe. Everything beautiful in the world is within you. You know who said that? Russell Brand. I'll, I'll, then I'll die after I say that. So that's a very nice thought because it, um, it's inspiring. You memorized, a, you memorized a Russell Brand quote to say. Yes, I did. When yeah. you die. Mm -hmm. A little bit more eloquent than going, oh, and well, uh, barely, making, uh, making barely, a big mess. Russell Brand is a loser. Uh, can I go? Yes. Because uh, yeah. I'm always thinking about, uh, 
business and my pub. Mm -hmm. uh, my last words are going to be, when the neon's out, it's time to go. Ah, that's actually pretty good. That's yeah. kind of poignant. Sort of like last orders, gentlemen, like they say in England. Yeah, yeah no, but, uh, but about, uh, about neon lights and leaving the bar. Yeah. Uh, but, and I, I, it's gonna, I thought about this a lot too, Michael, like you, cause, cause I have to. Yeah. Wait, what do you that's mean? Right. Well, we were talking earlier about, uh, funny aspects of Slovak culture and there is a, a sort of tradition that, um, <clears throat> maybe you'd like to explain Terrence. Oh, uh, it's relating to our grandmother. So. Like the, the eldest having to take care of the grandparents, uh, when it comes to it, uh, the eldest uh, is also buried with the grandmother. Oh my God! Even if the even if they're still alive. So yeah, there's lots of stories of uh, them opening up caskets after, and there's scratch marks because the yeah. the grandson oh, is like, Lord. "Get me out of here!" It's an interesting tradition because the grandson has to be buried with the grandmother. Yeah, and that's why I'm living life to the fullest right now. <laughs> oh God, I I didn't know. So your last words are coming up, man. Yeah. That's why you've got it prepared. Yeah, it's kind of... This is probably going to be in the next five years. Yeah, if uh, here's hoping. She's 89 now, so who knows? So come get your drink on. She's living on borrowed time, and I say that with the greatest respect. Wow. Well, that is eye-opening, Terrence. And, um, geez, well, best of luck to you both. Imagine me inheriting a bar. Imagine me trying to figure out, oh, how do you make a Tom Collins? How do you make... I'm sorry, guys, I don't, uh... No, I don't have a will, so that's not going to happen. But, yeah, it's going to be soon. And I own the apartment, so I'll just get it back and rent it to someone else at a higher price. But, hmm. um, well, whew, that was enlightening. I think uh, I think that was a fun game, and I think it was... That was a great game. Mm, very fun. Well, and I guess that means that's the end of the show. Looks like it, James, because it's... Yeah, we've reached, we've well, reached the end of the, of the audio file. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, Terrence, yes, it was a real pleasure. I'll be seeing you probably tonight. I'll yep. come by the bar. I, I'm very disappointed in the way you're treating our grandmother, um, and I probably won't be seeing you in this, this apartment for a while now. Okay. Very good. Everyone, thank you for listening. <laughs>